Hello and welcome back to When I Grow Up. Today I'm sitting here with Courtney Ketchen from CTV Morning Live. Courtney is a traffic and news reporter who recently completed her yoga teacher training. She did her degree at Mount Royal University in journalism and broadcasting and worked in a number of cities before landing herself here in Calgary. I am so excited that you could join me here today. So we see you on the news every morning. When you were growing up, did you always know that you wanted to be in journalism and television? First of all, thank you for having me on the show. It is a true pleasure to sit here and chat with you. And I did pretty early on. When I was really young, I wanted to be a veterinarian because I've always loved animals. And then when I was about 12, a neighbor of ours, her name is Diana Swain. She's a national news anchor now. So she lived in the same city just a few blocks away. And so I would watch her on TV and then I'd watch her come and go in real life and I just thought it was the coolest job ever. So from that moment, everything changed and then that's what I wanted to do. Oh. Mm -hmm. um, what's the most challenging part of working in news? I would say that it's always changing. The media landscape is never steady. Job opportunities are never certain. There's a lot of competition. A lot of stations close, a lot of newspapers have closed over the last 10, 15 years. So it's not a career that you can get into and necessarily feel safe or comfortable in. And so you always kind of have to be prepared for quick and sudden changes. I've been through a few job losses, a few station closures, and it can be really hard because you never know how long you'll have an opportunity as much as you you love it, it could go any day. So you just kind of have to be prepared for that at any given point in time. Yeah. Um, what's the funnest part? I think being able to have a personality and connect with people in a way that you wouldn't otherwise get to. Because in TV and in media, you get this huge audience and we're a guest in people's homes. We don't expect anyone to watch. We hope that they do because they they like what they see and they think the show is fun and they get something out of it. So I think it's a real pleasure being able to give someone a little bit of joy or a laugh in the morning or something to think about or go to work and talk about. Um, is it strange moving to different cities where you may not know anybody for your job? It can be. It can be really hard, but it's also really exciting because so few people take the opportunity to move to a completely strange place. It's surreal to pack up your car or a U-Haul and show up into a city where you don't know a soul and then make a community out of it. And it's it builds a lot of confidence in yourself and resiliency knowing that you can go anywhere and you can make a life and you can make it happen and you can make new friends and new memories that you never would have experienced had you not taken the chance. So I always encourage younger people that are trying to get into media to just do it, to try it. You can always go back home, but you can't take back the opportunity to go. So it's easier to try it and regret it than it is to never go. Yeah. So I think it was tons of fun and I would, I would keep doing it. Now I have Kevin, my husband, so I won't move alone, um, but it was a great opportunity for a long time. What's the dream job for most people working in journalism? Ooh, that's a tough one. I think it um, varies very much on the person. 
and what they want to do. Some people are very big city minded. And so in Canada it would be, I got to get to Toronto. I got to get to Vancouver. I want to anchor the six o'clock news. For me, it's always just been having a good job in a city that I enjoy. Toronto does not interest me at all. You couldn't pay me enough money to go there. For me, it's just about liking what I'm doing so I can get up every morning and feel good about the job, feel like I'm a part of a community that likes what I bring to the table, and I feel comfortable and welcome. One of your passions is animal rights. Why didn't you choose a career in that field? Diana Swain. <laughs> uh, I wanted to, and in hindsight, perhaps I should have or could have, but now I have this gift almost where I can use my platform as a media person and the following to share some of my beliefs and to share projects that I think I'm that are worthwhile that I'm passionate about and being able to share that message with an audience in a bigger way. So in in some ways, while I didn't choose a path to work with animals directly, my career path has allowed me to be on boards, to MC events, to help out different causes that I otherwise probably wouldn't have. So it's been a nice tie-in. And every once in a while I'll meet someone and they'll come up to me and say, you know what, I've, I've tried to go vegan, I've been vegan for six months and you were like a huge motivator of that. Or even, you know what, now I do meatless Mondays. I just don't eat meat on Mondays. And I wanna thank you for making vegan food look good and sharing recipes and your story. And I always wanted to do it, but I thought it would be too hard. So it's, uh, it's really cool. Last year at Calgary Stampede of all places, we were shooting some promos and a guy came up to me and gave me a huge high five and said that he had been vegan for a year in a big part due to just what I post and what I talk about. Wow. So that's really rewarding. I've heard that you adopted a pig. Tell me more <laughs> about that. I did. Sadly, I don't adopt him uh, anymore, but his name is Oliver and he lives at the Alice Sanctuary, which is a farm animal rescue northeast of Calgary. And I was on the board there for a while and I was helping out with their events and their planning. I was going out to the farm and volunteering and it was just one of the awesome programs that they run. Um, Sometimes they come, they go ongoing programs and it was a great opportunity to make a difference. So over 25 bucks a month, I just donated it to the sanctuary and then that helped for Oliver's care. And Oliver is massive, like a thousand pounds. Oh so he gosh. eats a lot and needs a lot of space, but he's a really, really sweet guy. Did he sleep with you and Mr. Kevin <laughs> when you guys adopted him or did he sleep with the dog? Uh, I wish. So we adopted him, but he never actually came to live with us. So he stayed on the farm in an appropriate place for him with other pigs. And so we just helped to support him through our adoption donation. Sadly, he didn't come to our house. That would have been amazing though. <laughs> Do you think it's strange that people recognize you and Mr. Kevin in public? No, I think it's great. Kevin gets recognized a lot more. I think it's his voice. And also, women can look a lot different with their hair and makeup done or not. Um, but even this morning, I took the dogs to the dog park and I had my hair in a bun, my sunglasses on, and there was a really nice woman. She went, Courtney, I keep hoping that I'll run into you. And she just watches the show and she recognized me from the dogs that I post on social media and my baby bump. So she recognized me from that. And we had like a pleasant conversation. A really nice lady named Sarah who was there with her little dog. 
and I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's great because we wouldn't have these jobs if people didn't enjoy the show. So it's nice to see me on the camera and see who we're actually talking to every morning. Do you think it's going to be funny when you have your two children and people run up to you and notice you? And It's going to be a lot. <laughs> yeah, so we'll have uh, two babies coming soon. And I'm sure, which will draw a lot of attention in itself. Yeah. And then you have the people that watch CTV that will recognize me as well. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. And since the beginning of Kevin and I's relationship, the community has been incredible, super supportive of him and I and our relationship, our marriage, and now our family. So yeah, I think it'll be a lot of fun. And I have to say thank you to the guests that have been so great. They send us packages in the mail to the station, like baby clothes and little tokens that they think are cute and books. And uh-huh. it's really sweet. So all my podcasts end with a speed round of questions. Ooh, so our okay. listeners get to know you a little better. I'm going to ask you a couple questions and you can just blurt out whatever comes to mind. Okay. Okay. What do you order from McDonald's? Ooh, so McDonald's is not that vegan friendly. Um, so I'd say French fries right now, but I think they're changing their menu, so they'll be a little bit better in the future. Um, what's your favorite holiday? Christmas. Why? I think it's just a really nice cozy time of year, a good excuse to stay inside, to not feel like you have to be super busy and run around. And everyone for the most part is in a good mood and there's special events and things to take part in and it's just nice to be around loved ones. Yeah. Um, what's a country you wish to visit? Ooh, I love traveling. I think next up I would like to do Spain and maybe Greece, maybe throw in Iceland too. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you were not a journalist, what would you be? Probably a veterinarian. I'd like to help them. Yeah. Um, what makes you smile the most? Uh, Kevin's pretty funny. He's pretty good. Uh, the dogs, definitely. Every single day, no matter what, they make me laugh and smile. And that's one of the many reasons why I love and adore them so, so much. They're wonderful little companions. What about them makes you smile? Their expression. They're, all they have to do is look at me sometimes and I just start laughing. Because they're like clueless yet adorable yet they seem to always know what I need and they're just they're awesome they're the best little friends <laughs> um what's your favorite movie Ooh, tough one I actually don't watch a lot of movies uh what's one that I really love I'm trying to think about it. I made Kevin watch it not that long ago I might have to come back to that. Some of the classics though, like I love the romantic stories, of course, um, like Dirty Dancing and uh, like The Notebook. Those are always, always yeah. good, easy ones to watch. <laughs> Who inspires you? Hmm, inspires me. My mom has been a massive motivator for me. She is one tough lady um, and she never seems to get too overwhelmed and she always seems to have a level head and a great attitude a can-do attitude and you know just remember that when you're in a dark time it'll pass and just to keep things in perspective so she's been really awesome with that what's your favorite word oh you know because i just I, we were talking about it a lot this week colloquial what does that mean? 
like common talk, common speak amongst people. So it'd be more of a less of the traditional language use and more like a localized terminology. Oh. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite baby name? Ooh, I can't tell you! Because the babies are coming in August and their names are my favorite. But it's still a surprise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> If you could live in any part of time, what time would it be? Mm, I like where we're at now. I think the 80s would be fun, though. Why? To be grown up in the 80s. Because we had modern advances to some extent, but we still maintained a lot of family values and things were a little bit simpler and people needed to connect a little bit more. It was just kind of on the cusp of the technology change where you still had to talk to people in person and still had to make plans over the phone and you could still go out and play and just come back at a different time. And so I think that would be a fun time. Plus the hair and the makeup was really fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, do you have any hidden talents? I don't think so. No, nothing I could really, I mean, I can tell you, I can bend just the tips of my fingers. Whoa. But I can, <laughs> but it's not really much of a challenge, but just the ends of like your fingers and then the rest of them are straight. So someone told me that was a weird thing I could do. That is weird. <laughs> um, That's about it. What's your favorite ice cream? Ooh, there's this one that I love. It's um, a dairy-free one. It's called Caramel Cluster, I think it is. And it's like a caramel and chocolate and cashew bits in it. Ooh. It's good. <laughs> if you could switch lives with someone for a day, who would it be? Hmm, maybe Oprah. I think that would be fun. Because Oprah's maintained this humility about her despite incredible unattainable success for most people. She, I think she's always kind of stayed true to her roots and has an appreciation for everything that she's accomplished and that she doesn't take that um, without, without great gratitude. So I think it would be fun to live that life, to have all of the money and all of the fame and all the success and to still feel just like you are who you are. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Um... One thing you can't live without. Hmm. Well, the sunshine maybe, for obvious reasons, but also emotional reasons. We need it to live on this planet. But I also think that the sunshine is just such a great source of like daily energy and feeling centered and grounded and can totally change your mood and change your day. And I just don't think people stop to appreciate the power of the sun enough so yeah. I want to see that every single day where do you see yourself in 10 years Ooh, well by then I'll have 10 year old twins maybe <laughs> maybe other babies um you know it's hard to say I'd like to say I'm still working in tv and I have a great job and Kevin's working in tv and maybe we're in Calgary maybe elsewhere but I hope we're doing what we're doing. I'm really happy with where we are. We both have good jobs and we have each other and we have a family and you really can't ask for much more. Yeah. Last but not least, when you were 12, what did you want to be when you grew up? I think I was right around that age when I totally switched over from wanting to be a vet to wanting to be in TV. So I think that was the turning point. So 
I, I really think I was in about grade six when I oh, when I started to see Diana swinging and that changed everything. And then I wanted to be a news anchor. Yep. Thank you so much, Miss Courtney, for joining me and taking time out of your busy schedule to hang out and talk about all these crazy things. Thank you. I think this is a wonderful podcast and I encourage everyone out there just to find something that you you enjoy, something that makes you feel good because you want to wake up and enjoy going to work. Life is, is too short to dread going anywhere every single day. Yeah. To all our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in and I hope this helps you decide what you want to be when you grow up.